Anti-Coffee Coffee Club, episode two. That's Courtney. There's Tony. I'm Todd. What's good here? Yeah, you know what's not good here? You! This is all wrong. No, this is the first time I've How dare you! I wasn't quite sure what I'd just seen, but I knew it was time for me to leave. How are you doing, lads? Great. Good. Can you stop looking at your phone, please, Courtney? Can't. And engage with this podcast. Yeah, I'm out. I clocked out. I like what it says on your t-shirt. Rock star gal. (laughs) (laughs) You need to get yourself the spec savers, mate. It clearly says, good. Tony, you've come back from Germany. Yeah. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. It was fun for you and uh, also your your, uh, partner. (laughs) <laughs> you speak fluent German, don't you? I do, yeah. Can you give us a wee laugh? Can you introduce the podcast in German for our German listeners? Yeah. Um, hallo, herzlichen Grüßen. Wir sind hier in der Wohnung von Todd. Und das ist der Anti-Coffee-Coffee-Club. Club. Club. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It's such a beautiful language. <laughs> so what's nice is, you know... Like words like butterfly, it's quite nice and like elegant, isn't it, to uh-huh. describe the butterfly? Yeah. But in German, it's Schmetterling. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And Todd means death, doesn't it? Yeah, Todd. Yeah. yeah. It means that yeah, in this right. co- in this context <laughs> as well. Oh dear. And Courtney means. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, so you managed to avoid any uh, outbreak of coronavirus hopefully we'll have to see i'm not ill it was because we drove over well we drove to harwich and then got the ferry so we were on the ferry but we stayed in our cabin and didn't mix with the other peasants Quite right. <laughs> Quite right. <laughs> and then um uh, and then on the way back we got um the plane so that was a bit weird because like anytime someone coughs everyone always look everyone's like coronavirus full head tilt <laughs> yeah round Exactly. Cover your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Cough into your elbow. Yeah. I yeah. was doing that last night in the pub, actually. Oh, yeah. Coughing into the creek <laughs> of my elbow. Not that I was coughing that much. It's fine. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> We've adopted the Wuhan shake as well. Yeah. <laughs> We've added a wee twist on it. So the Wuhan shake is you go right foot. I touch my right foot to your right foot. And you touch your left foot to my left foot. Yeah. And then we've added another right foot touch. And then, like, a kind of paddy bar style... <laughs> Behind the back, behind the leg. Oh, nice! Touch, touching left foot to left foot. So it's quite complex. <laughs> I've just been going for the the toe clench and bump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or actually, from a distance, just the toe thumb up, yeah. the big toe thumb up. Hey. Yeah. Everything's cool with me. Do you think it's going to affect the, um, the coffee world? It's affected your yeah. coffee world, hasn't it? Already, yes. yeah. So our trip to Honduras, we were supposed to go and. Uh, buy some coffee and do some uh, producer roaster forum nonsense there. But uh, yeah, it was cancelled yesterday. And a Honduras podcast episode. Yep. Now. In, oh in Spanish. Well, it's it's Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. 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 Bienvenidos, chicos. Donde está el anti-coffee coffee club in Channel A&D? <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's not... It's, it's postponed for a year, 
so 2021. Oh, okay. But by that time, we'll be living in a sort of post-apocalyptic wasteland. It'll be great. Yeah. You see Rome is, like, abandoned. Like, there are yeah. restaurants in Rome on the streets that usually are full. No, it's empty. Yeah. Great People time. To, great time to go. I yeah. Was that. <laughs> Avoid the crowds. Such a good time to travel. And you probably get on a plane by yourself as well, wouldn't yep. you? Yeah. Yeah, would have been a perfect way if you wanted to get coronavirus into Honduras. Yeah. Hold a producer roaster forum <laughs> with five hundred people from Italy. across <laughs> the rest of the world. Bring them into the north of the country and then disperse them. Yeah. All over. To these rural areas. Yeah. Just let them crack on for a yeah. week and then they all leave and. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of thing that devastates a country, isn't it? Yeah. Or a sure. country like that that doesn't have the infrastructure and medical yeah. care that we are lucky enough to have. Yeah, definitely. Not a lot of speciality coffee roasters have that, are in that position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you could do it maybe once a year. Going to Origin deepens your understanding of the whole supply chain, so it yeah. is important. But it's also important not to go to origin for the sake of going to origin just because you feel like that's a box you have to tick yeah exactly yeah. Not, not taking it for uh, granted yeah i mean personally i've been origin you know yeah, i've been me, origin yeah. i've <laughs> been i've been nicaragua congratulations you know i've been costa rica i've actually been panama i've been to Piquete. i've seen where they do they they they, they, they do geisha coffee <laughs> i've actually i've actually been to uh Bolivia. three coffee growing place colombia actually as well so uh, why don't you just go fuck yourself? So Todd's <laughs> perfect proof that it doesn't uh, make it you work. better in the coffee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It Does it no wait in your whatsoever. No, not at all. <laughs> Do I know coffee? Not really. If anything, it gives Do you I a like false coffee? sense of security. A little bit. <laughs> gives you something to rely on. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you say that to me? I was in Costa Rica 12 <laughs> years ago, so I think I do know something about it. <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> you could see the coffee yeah. plantations on the hill. Yeah, what coffee growing anywhere? Yeah. Um, Caribbean bit. Yeah, Playa de... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, Puerto Viejo. It's like, it's like a wee party thing. It's like us, we would have been on Roatan for two nights, just hanging out with the locals. Boshing it, yeah. Swimming. At Cox and Hole. yeah. Cox and Hole's the name of the biggest city on the island of Roatan. Todd saw it on the Cox. map and was like, I want to go there. Cox and Holes? Yeah. Cox and Hole. Coxon, C-O-X-E-N. Ah, uh, Cox Hole. H O L, like Cox in Hole. Oh, I didn't get that. Just spell out for you, Tony. Sometimes you do need that. Just yeah. like the nuance of that joke's lost. So yeah, especially for our audience who may not get it. Yeah, I've read that instant coffee is sold out everywhere. People because are people are worried. Up. Toilet roll and instant coffee. Yeah, are selling out. Because if you buy an instant coffee, then you can <laughs> need toilet roll. <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, isn't it mad? Because the, the symptoms are not shitting. No, it's not flu, isn't it? It's cough <laughs> coughing. and fever. Yeah. So And people like face. People are dying. Yes. And a, a couple of percent more than the mm. flu, is it? So yeah. the, from the, the standard... The flu kills half a million people a year. Yeah, which is like 1% of people that get it or less than like... And then coronavirus is what, like 3%, Three percent or something at the moment? Which is a bit... They're more, thinking uh, it might be up to 14. Because it's oh, really? so contagious. Yeah. So that the the, peop, the vulnerable people are more yeah, yeah. susceptible see, to people are selling hand selling hand sanitizers for one hundred and fifty quid a bottle. It oh. is a little bit. There's something about that kind of chaos that I do secretly kind of like. Mm. I just quite like it when everyone's a little bit reduced, a little bit like, yeah. Hey, what are you, what's bothering? What are you doing about the coronavirus? Like I, the last time I felt that was the beast from the east. Oh yeah. When all of a sudden it was like, oh, you can't travel anywhere. Yeah. If you want to get somewhere, you have to walk. Like you're kind of reduced to your, 
like basic basic stuff. You'd go to the shops and buy a shitload of baked beans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but the, people have that weird brain where they they want to stockpile. Yeah. Why would you? I mean, instant coffee is such a weird thing to stockpile yeah. because if you're you self isolating, why are you not going to want to? Oh, we still got that Kenko to keep me going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Starbucks not accepting reusable cups anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So the difference, I think, what we have is we. I mean, we get people to keep their lids. That's yeah. one thing. So we don't... And I think we probably should implement a thing at the cartel where we, where we don't open someone's lid. We just give them a fresh cup. Because they, they get a fresh cup from us anyway, don't they? Mm. I don't, we don't rinse the lids. We hope that they have. Yeah. Um, so from that end, I mean, it's the same thing as transitioning money. Like giving someone cash. Yeah. You can't just say we're card. Card only now because of coronavirus. Yeah. Although it would be a great time to do it. How do you say to somebody... I'm not taking the lid off that cup. If you're a barista behind the machine, yeah, I know I'm not me. You take uh, your own lid off. <laughs> no, your mum. Yeah, no, it's just like, say keep yeah. keep your lid. I've got a new cup here. That's what I do anyway. And then you get the long tongs and you like pick it up <laughs> gently. But I don't and touch hold your lid. nose and go <laughs> and then <laughs> dip behind the counter and come back up with a full <laughs> yeah. yeah the Wuhan suit hazmat suit. <laughs> <laughs> but the, did you see that? So, so I can't remember what news thing it was, but someone had written a book in the eighties about. A virus coming out of China, coming out, and it was called Wuhan nineteen, the virus. Wow! And he, this isn't like eighty four or something. He wrote the book. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like when the Simpsons predicted Trump will be president. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's that's wild. And that scene of him going up the elevator, escalator. Yeah. That's that's. Have <laughs> you that? No. Oh man, it's like the Simpsons did a thing where Trump will be president, and he was going up an escalator. I think. Also in like the early 2000s or something. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it said the year as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was ages ago. And then Trump pretty much rec- recreated that exact... In the same colour suit, same yeah. tie, everything. Same it's, hair. Yeah. It's wild. <laughs> you wonder whether like there's a huge conspiracy that actually what they did was implant the seed into Trump by doing that cartoon. Uh-huh. You, you could be president because yeah. this is how it looks. They manifested it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So fuck the Simpsons, that's why. So maybe that guy who made... Who wrote that book? Actually, was a chief biological scientist, and he's just thought, I know how I can sell more books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm gonna write this, and then twenty years after I publish it, I'm gonna release that. He's actually world. written two hundred and forty books. <laughs> each one, the the name of the virus is like Beijing nineteen, <laughs> Hong Kong nineteen. Double my odds. Yeah. <laughs> So, you stay with me here, but yeah. I watched a movie, what is called Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Oh, I saw that recently. Have you seen it? Yeah. Right, so, the premise of that is that there are dormant, huge titans. creatures, titans, in the earth, mm. who come out every once in a while, they're kind of radioactive, they come out, they, they decimate entire, you know, like, the east coast of the states would be decimated, and then they leave behind in their wake, their radiation promotes, like, uh the reforestation of those areas. So actually what happens is once they pass through over a period of like 100 years or whatever, then actually they improve the environmental aspect of that area. By killing off humans as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So the the premise is like humans are the virus and these things are here to just make sure the balance is always set. And I wonder if coronavirus is kind of like that in that what we're seeing just now is people are taking less flights. People are more mindful about 
hygiene. They're just kind of thinking about things a bit more. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it is just a natural, inevitable thing that was like, we were getting to the point where we were flying too much. Yeah. People feel like they're entitled to access to every bit of the world. Which, sure, if you can do it, well, you can do it, but should you do it? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's exactly, that's the point, isn't it? Where you're saying it's a good time to stop doing things. Yeah. Like flying is yeah. a prime example. Yeah. Like now would be a perfect time for people to stop subsidising jet fuel and start subsidising... Electric cars. Electric cars. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or, yeah. Any other method of transport. Mm. Is a bit more electric highways. Because yeah. now people are looking for that alternative mode of transport. So mm. increase them and then... Well, yeah. What's it going to be? Our car sales going to boom. It's not going to be cruise ships. No, you. it's not going to be cruise ships. It's not going to be planes. It's not going to be trains. What's it going to be? Because they're all like mass... Drones. <laughs> Yeah. Flying taxis, Flying. Uber, little sc- Uber comes skyhook drones that fly above you, and you just hook onto them, and they whiz you away. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, did you see that satellite picture over? Was it Beijing? Yeah, the air pollution or yeah. like the the CO two emissions. It was like a big orange plume, as that's kind of how they graph it. And then after coronavirus hit, everything was blue. There was yeah. no orange. There was no there was no pollutants going into the atmosphere. Three yeah. days later or something, wasn't it? Yeah, just like clear, back to like a good level and that's the crazy thing like it only takes three days until yeah everything's just yeah just, just from one like yeah. big uh, virus so but. there's i think it's mexico city i'm think once a year they turn the main street into a a cycle path and a car free zone mm. it's like the biggest street in mexico city i think and it's really cool because it's all in the hope of reducing emissions and cars mm-hmm. going through the city so like one day a year, they yeah. all commit to that, and it's it's an amazing thing. Yeah, it's funny that even to incentivize that though, you still have to sort of tell people that you might cough your lungs up if you get on a plane. You know, yeah. like, that, yeah. it's very difficult to incentivize. People are selfish. The investment will move away from plane travel because that's you know, got negative mm-hmm. consequences now. But I also don't think it will because airlines will just put their prices down, and people who are closer to the breadline will then have access to travel to places that they probably didn't think yeah, they'd true. ever get to go. So, yeah. like, okay, it's a wee bit of a risk, but 30 quid we can get to Florida, take the kids to Disneyland. Yeah, yeah holidays are going to be cheap as well, aren't they? Yeah. Hotels will be yeah. giving out good deals. Yeah, true. Good time to travel. It's a, it is a good opportunity for people to be like, wash your hands properly. Mm. Like, 30, it's like 30 seconds with hot water. Mm. Sing two know. verses of uh, happy birthday. Yeah, I don't know the last time that I spent 30 seconds washing my hands. Like, I always really? wash my hands. And with soap and give it, but thirty seconds is a long time. Now, when you go, if you do, when you go to the toilet, do you wash your hands for thirty seconds normally. If I'm in the house, I'm probably not. Yeah. <laughs> wash them at all? <laughs> Just shake. Just lick them clean. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm quite, I'm quite a keen hand washer. Mm. Yeah. Okay, because no. I have like quite clammy hands sometimes, so yeah. I quite like to just get them washed. I, I probably do do a thirty second hand wash. No. If I'm in, if I'm out, if I'm out of the house yeah yeah fair enough from in the pub especially the pub's got a nice toilet nice yeah rare yeah well, it's like rare. if i've been on the subway then i'll give my hands a good wash or like some public area yeah and yeah. i'll give them a good wash touching but like, any handrails yeah yeah <gasps> yeah it's, but, it's once you start thinking about it though it's a difficult idea to shake when i was buying stuff for breakfast this morning like in the shops then there's a door into the car park. Yeah. And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's weird. Yeah. It's something I've never thought before. And I'm kind of now suddenly conscious that 
coronavirus might be on it. I thought it would be a, like a good opportunity to get like a pusher or an attachment that you can just attach to your belt. Yeah. And then when you need to open a door, you can just pull it off and be like, like a little <laughs> mini stick. Like a little Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Exactly. Bat belt. <laughs> And, and you like could also push people away if, you, if yeah. there are too close, more than two meters. Stun gun on I think what it's actually going to do is bring back the hanky. We're all going to be a hanky generation again. Folded in your pocket. Hankies are disgusting. They're gross, aren't yeah. they? Imagine that, like blowing your nose and then just straight in your jacket yeah. pocket. <laughs> so I watched the other day. Is that the first episode of Mr. Bean? Do you remember that? when he's in the church and he's sat there and he's he's like wanting to sneeze. And he hasn't got a hanky with him, so he just blows it inside his jacket pocket, in his yeah. blazer pocket, <laughs> and puts it back in. <laughs> that was so good. But when did you last disinfect your smartphone, your iPhone? Never. Oh, no, I did buy, I bought a little spray thing with a nice cloth. Did my Mac, did my screen, did my iMac. Yeah. On, your keys, uh, yeah. on your keys. Right, keys doesn't, never. Doesn't no. bear thinking about, really. Yeah, because that must be, that's something that you touch in every... It's like your glasses as well. Yeah, if you wear glasses out in public, they'll catch stuff, and you'll yeah. end up touching them and well, it's, it's, sticking your thumb in your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> I try not to do this, but sometimes I do do it as sit on the toilet with my phone. Ah, mm. Sometimes terrible. Selecting my fantasy rugby team. Mm-hmm. Sometimes scroll. Actually, I deleted Instagram this week. Good man. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Pointless. But yeah, you still like sit and just like scroll, and actually it doesn't bear. Well, I'm as I say, a clean. Hand wash, um, keen hand washer. Yeah, mm. but yeah, it doesn't you know sometimes you say, oh, let me borrow your phone, let me borrow your yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah. You don't know what's on that. Phone. Well, after that, would you disinfect it if you could? If you had disinfectant there after someone used your phone? Nah, just throw it away, get a new one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder if that's so. When did SARS come out? When was SARS? Was that? It was. It was. When was that released? It was released. <laughs> it was released by Apple. Yeah, I think yeah. On, the trailer came out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Apocalypse. Was that? It didn't early get 2000s? great reviews. <laughs> was that early two thousands? Yeah. Pre smartphones. Yeah. I, I think spoke. potentially that like potentially these are one of the reasons that it's spreading so fast. Yeah, it could be. No, I don't it's know. Probably it's like, it Huawei be. though, isn't it? They're always into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huawei is somehow don't out of the suit. speakers. <laughs> they're just going a little dose. But you, I don't know because you don't give your phone to a lot of people. Like you give your phone to me if I'm like, Connie, can I take a phone off this? But yeah, I guess you, but you use it and you put it down in a lot of places where you, like if you go to a pub, it will sit on a table. Mm, if you take yeah. it out, you'll sit on the table. Yeah. And then that will just go in your pocket. You use it later, it'll be on your hands. So SARS was a version of coronavirus. Nice. Yeah. Oh, and so was uh, H1N1, right? I bird flu. Yeah, bird flu. Because right. they're all from the same. They're animal. Family. Well, that's zoonotic, by isn't it? Like if it's go, it can transfer from animals to humans, then it's a zoonotic mm. disease. Don't know. Are they all zoonotic? So anyone that's travelled, yeah, and so they've all come from animals. Because SARS, somebody had sex with a civet cat, <laughs> and that's true. And then uh, coronavirus, somebody trying to get the coffee out. Somebody <laughs> fucked a pangolin. A what? A pangolin. Yeah. L- look at. Are up. you saying penguin wrong? No. <laughs> <laughs> A pangolin. <laughs> My favourite animal. <laughs> March of the pangolin. <laughs> uh, pangolin. That's what it's called. Pangolin. Pangolin. Right. Back on track. That's a that's a pangolin. Was it? I don't know if I can show you. Google show it. Show us a picture. It looks like um, it? P-A-N-G-O-L-I-N. <laughs> P-E-N-G-U-I-N. It's got like it's it's a bird. It's got scales. It's black and white. There's what? different types of pangolin, like emperor. 
real <laughs> copper. <laughs> no, it looks like an armadillo, but it's cute. It's got like, like wee claws. So that's what happened. Somebody in China fucked a pangolin. And <laughs> or ate one. Now we're all going to die. I don't use my finger. I don't use my finger. I don't use my finger. People who tend to go in hard will also come out quick. I don't use my finger anymore. I find I, it, it makes my finger messy and slows me down. Something that's been thrust into our minds, the impact on small businesses of coronavirus, which like we literally didn't, haven't thought about it at all until yesterday. We were like, great, we've got... A team of six. So if one in five are going to get it, one of us is going to get it. And you kind of think if one of us gets it, we'll all get it. Yeah. yeah. Everything's in-house. We don't have a lot of stock sitting. You know, we just won't ro- roast coffee for two weeks. But yeah. it does, it, it's going to It's gonna press people. It's going to stretch them. Because yeah. it's not like right now we could just say, well, we'll all just close. We'll close for two weeks. Mm. We'll all self-isolate and stay away so we don't get it but then in two weeks from now we could all come back to work and then we could all just get it yeah. so there's no way of avoiding the inevitable is there a way there? of going to the hospital getting it getting it and then being like right we've, we've, we're taking this into our own hands we're all going to endure this for two weeks we're going to yeah. get it and then do a big like marketing push like <laughs> this is the place you come it's free from coronavirus You'll not get it from us because we've all had it. Yeah, but you won't get it from us. But, but you might get you it in the shop. You might get it from someone else. But y- yeah. Or we just get it in the shop and say, anyone who One is set. young, anyone under 30, sorry, Thud. Uh, me, ha, all of us. <laughs> anyone under 36, that's all of us included. Mm-hmm. Everyone that works in the cartel is under 36. We could just say, anyone who's under 36, come in here, we'll get it. Corona party. Get loads of beers. Oh. Get some Corona. Right? You probably get be- Corona for dead cheap now. Yeah. <laughs> we would. That's the twist. A corona two, parties. A two-week Corona party. Yeah. Movies. We'll just all endure. Could be a little bit insensitive. <laughs> yeah. It's a good and, way to get rid of it. And the problem is, because if you get it, wasn't it last for like eight days on something? If you've... Nah. I don't... So apparently it lasts 12 hours. Oh, if, if the 12. virus is in... So if the virus is in this house yeah, uh, and Todd and Shan aren't here, it might be on door handles for like 12 hours. 12 hours, okay. Because mm. that's but the question. If you fumigate. Yeah, because that's what they're doing in schools and stuff, isn't it? Are they? In schools that have been just affected by it, they close them and f- just spray yeah. it. Just spray the whole thing. Which is yeah. pretty wild. It is crazy. Like that, that is, it's a completely new thing for us, this situation. Yeah. I don't remember SARS. Bird flu. I mean, I don't remember. You hear about it, but there was never any danger of getting it. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas we could all be sitting here one day and all have it without really knowing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we got flu. Yeah. I think the last thing I remember was mad cow disease, BSE. Uh huh. Because yeah. that was like the thing where I remember being a kid and being like, Do you know what BSE stands for? No. Bovine spongiform encephalopathy. I should have known that. Nice left. <laughs> Something like that, anyway. <laughs> My dad taught me that. Yeah. Whereas th- this has like massive global in- global impacts. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. It, it's going to affect tiny little mm. businesses and, and obviously like individual families and individuals 
all the way up to huge corporations, Definitely. massive airlines, yeah. huge business, big business. The yeah. other thing big is, pharma. if you take a pail out of the cartel on Wednesday and drop it into Black Pine and you have coronavirus, you mm-hmm. could then give that to the next person who's going to open that mm-hmm. without, without even knowing. And then, so, it's just... Yeah. No, no, it's kind of, um, I, just, I just had a funny image of you guys going in with like the hazmat suits deli- yeah. doing deliveries yeah. next Wednesday. <laughs> just wearing gloves. <laughs> Todd sneezing into his elbow. I, I usually cough on all the coffee anyway. Yeah, I know. Deliberately. That's why it's called uh, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. Braith let out a big like cry last night in the middle of the night. And oh, no. I was like, oh shit, is she sick? Can Dogs, are they susceptible? Can they get it? Well, a dog has got it from a human Oy. in oh. China. And then they put out a big message saying, don't kiss your dog. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Luna. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, but oh shit, is she sick? Is she like something wrong with her now? Age don't let your dog kiss you. Yeah. I'm just telling you right now, Peter, you want to know. Peter, I'm just telling you right now. Here's the thing, Peter. You're stepping over a line. You're stepping over a line. You know you are. Peter, you want to know. I'm just telling you right now, uh, Peter, put your manners back in. Uh, Peter, uh, Peter, uh, Peter, uh, Peter, uh, Peter, put your manners back in. And is Starbucks in unethical practices? <laughs> Shocker. Yeah, it just seems obvious, doesn't it? They're a huge company buying so much coffee. They're obviously going to drive the price down as low as they can get it for so that they can make the profits to pay everything. Mm. Whereas I think young, small business, maybe not young, just smaller businesses, we buy higher quality coffee and we're not, we're not even thinking, oh, we need to get this for three pounds a kilo yeah. cheaper so we can make more money. We're not even thinking that way. I don't and think I really hope other roasters aren't. Yeah, I don't think we've even negotiated on price at Never. all. No, it's just not, well, as far as we were aware, it's not the thing that you do in this sector. Mm-hmm this part of the coffee industry but it just goes to show you the difference between what they do as a product and what Mm -hmm. we do as a product yeah starbucks are not going to be hit with a heavy fine i don't think they're not going to have any penalty no nothing's going to happen their business is going to stay the same they'll release a statement and that's it people are not going to stop going to starbucks even on the off chance that like do i want to buy coffee from someone that from a company that maybe is linked with child labor it's a weird kind of uh mix of something that's very simple yeah i.e child labor is deplorable and we should have the highest ethical standards of sourcing coffee right those are two facts fine but then the gray area between that which is well starbucks are not going in saying we want you to use cheap labor Mm -hmm. they're simply doing business and also you have in guatemala like really low gdp Families, big families are pressured working, both both sets of parents working 15, 16 hour days and not being able to put food on the table. Mm-hmm. So of course it's going to be, uh, you know. Get the kids out working. Yeah. Yeah. And like, again, not, not saying that that's a good thing to do, but that is, that's a, that's a by any means necessary. Yeah, look. that's life there. Yeah, if we send, if we send him up to the coffee farm, he comes back with five dollars. That's enough to get like a few more vegetables for. And th- for there's the no plate. way, so, yeah. there's no way that we can buy enough coffee to out purchase Starbucks. Yeah. So if we went in, and we were like, "Oh, we'll buy the same lot, the same quantity, for double the price that Starbucks are giving you." 
It's not possible because mm. we are not big enough. But the big argument probably is that a company with $20 billion in sales could be doing more. Yeah, for sure, 100%. Yeah. You know. Like, why haggle? I don't think we don't haggle our milk prices down. Mm. So, like, why, why would you ever think that you could haggle coffee prices? We don't haggle our tax bill. Yeah, especially if it's, you know, shave, shave $2 off the price per kilo. And then that means that the people higher up the chain can drive a, a fancier car yeah, or live exactly. in a nicer neighborhood. Or Starbucks makes X amount of profit per year. Yeah, I, w- I would love to see the, the breakdown of costs. Yeah, yeah, cost of greens bought in a year. Uh... Oh, I'm drifting away again. Their voices are starting to get a little bit shaky and I really shouldn't have had that last sip of coffee. It's Courtney's head turning into a pangolin. Here comes another one of those coffee trances. This is a bit of a weird coffee shop. Everything looks pretty clinical. No grinders, no espresso machines, just tables. Let's take a look at the menu. Ah, that's weird. Looks like it's one of those coffee pill shops where you just take a pill and all the flavors and caffeine comes out of that. Well, let's give one a go then. We'll try this Ethiopian. Mmm, it's pretty tasty actually. Strawberries, some fermentation in there, and some chocolate. Oh, wait a minute. That's one of those blends. Ah, it's pretty tasty. Ah, oh, that's is that is that Todd over there in the corner? Todd. Todd, is that you? Yeah. Hello, hello. Oh, hello, old friend. <laughs> How's it How going, mate? On? Haven't nice seen you in years. years. Remember when we used to do that podcast? Oh, mate, that was what jokes. Those were the days. Listen, I'd, I'd give you a cuddle, but we don't do that anymore. Oh, so yeah. it's it's the Wuhan shake for us. <laughs> Ready? Left foot, right foot, left foot. Spin around, right foot. Nice, man. Good to see you, man. I've heard that that Heineken virus is coming in as well. Yeah. I better watch out for that one. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a bad one. <laughs> Do you want to, uh, you're looking pretty high though, mate. Have you had a couple, too many of those coffee? Yeah, pills? I'm starting to tweak a little bit. I had some washed Colombians this morning and then I went straight on to the natural Brazils. And right. uh, yeah, they're it's running through me. Going through them like Smarties. <laughs> let's uh, let's get one of these decaf ones. I haven't tried one of those. Let's give it a go. Okay. Wow, that's, oh, that's, <coughs> that's, that's <coughs> disgusting. Decafs didn't, obviously didn't get any better, did they? <laughs> Oh, well, I think I think after that I'm starting to come come back out of it and back to the room we go. Remember, everyone, it's not an easy journey into the future, but as Margaret Atwood says, don't let the bastards grind you down. See you next time, dreamers. As opposed to the profit made mm-hmm. off profit those and greens. Yeah, Who, the, who's the guy at the top? How much is he making? And then, yeah. so like the B Corp certification thing, one of the tenets of that whole document that you have to fill in is the people at the top, what percentage more do they make than the people at the bottom of their company? Mm. I.e., so like in our small scenario, that is like, what do me and you take home versus what does George take home? And if it's a higher, that there's like a cut off thing, and if you're over that, then I think you 
there's more things to do to become yeah. B Corp okay. or B Corp. Uh, but it's quite, quite, quite a cool way to look at it. It's yeah, like yeah. promoting a bit of selflessness. It's interesting to that includes your stakeholders as well. Like, because mm. so, I'm guessing they're not directly employing these children, but they're in, they're buying from yeah. so their stakeholders within. reading something about a guy who effectively started a company like Square. Yeah. Uh, he, he started a company like Square and he was earning uh, over a hundred no, he was earning over a million dollars a year. Um, but he was one day hiking with one of his friends and she had served in the military and she was kind of, she was home and working and saying that she couldn't make ends meet. She was earning X amount of dollars per year. And it, it hit home with him how he employed like 100 workers, maybe. That, yeah. that might be an exaggeration. But yeah. he was then thinking, oh, a lot of my workers are earning that wage. Can you really not get by? Because he'd, he'd kind of transcended that yeah. sort of the lower income bracket to someone who's a million dollars a year. And he basically said, I'm going to reevaluate everything. I'm going to take a pay cut. I think he was earning like $1.2 million a year. So yeah. he's like, I'll take a pay cut to a million. Yeah. Um, and he basically said across the board, all of his employees are in 70 grand a year. Wow. Across the board, no matter what they do, 70 yeah. grand. Which is an amazing thing to be able to do. Yeah, definitely. But it is a, yeah, it's a privileged, privileged position. Yeah. And also it's like, how much, I always get a bit pissed off because it's a bit like philanthropy, isn't it? Where they get, they do a load of shit. They push people to limits. Mm-hmm. People either get mental health problems or stressed out or like, physical problems yeah. or they're just unhappy and then they'll be like oh now we can do good things yes and then they'll flip it and then they'll be like bezos how much i don't i mean theoretically how much how much shit has he done to the world yeah and now he's a philanthropist and he can give all that money to the yeah. good and it like, doesn't undo yeah, what's happened what's exactly. gone before and like fair enough it's good to do it now it's like if starbucks were to now so they've denied everything maybe we should put yeah. that in as well but they would yeah <laughs> they have to don't they yeah but well, like so Todd and I were saying uh, they would deny it in a way that it's kind of like well we don't condone that we haven't yeah. instructed that so yeah. I guess we need to do our investigation but for now we're our stances we don't employ children to to work for yeah. any part of our supply chain definitely but and then at they'll, origin they'll, they've got no control they'll investigate Yes, uh, and you would you would think their comeback would be right, uh, even if, even if there's no child labor cases, which we probably all know there is. Yeah, you know, invest in a mill, invest in stuff, put more infrastructure in because that's what the specialty industry do. Yeah, the people we buy from, they do what they can to make sure that mills are working more fairly for the community and they're better. Yeah, everything's just better out there. It's complex issues, isn't it? Mm. It'll be interesting to see. So I've been reading a lot into like social licensing, really, of how much this the com- it's like when a community gives consent for a company to work or like a um, a business to to 
uh, operate. Mm -hmm. So they'll say, say for the good coffee cartel, let's say there's loads of people around the good coffee cartel who think that coffee is a bad industry. Then they won't come in and, or they'll protest against you or they'll do something. And then you haven't really got the the social license or the community consent to be in that area. Right, okay. Whereas actually it's the opposite because actually you bring in stuff to the community where you are now. So they give you a a license and say, we're going to, and like that, comes through buying power, so purchasing power. Yeah. So that would be interesting to see now how Starbucks are affected by this and yes. whether they've lost their social license with some people who find that a big problem and yeah. whether their sales actually take a hit or not. And you'd hope that in like a bit more of a conscious world where people start to become more aware of these things, mm-hmm. maybe that will push a couple more people to look at speciality coffee and say, oh, maybe that's... That's where we're going. Yeah, that's yeah. Because then, yeah, the knock-on effect would be potentially their other buying partners in, like, Brazil might be like, you've screwed them over in Guatemala. So the price we've negotiated for per kilo is gone up by 20% because yeah. we need to guarantee that this doesn't happen here. Definitely, yeah. And that, that might be a good one. And that's why this specialty coffee exists in the first place, yeah. really, isn't it? It's not only quality of end product, which is definitely yeah. a thing, but it's, it's also this... Life. Yeah, quality of quality of life and transparency through the chain mm-hmm. which is important yeah and it'll be it'd be interesting to see what the response is from Starbucks and from the rest of the coffee industry mm-hmm. to it as well you would like how would they go around it see if you were the see if you were put in charge of investigating that in Starbucks what would yeah. you do how would you get like even even if you knew there was a chance you would go out how would you prove it would you just go out and go "Mm, okay we figured it out this is the problem this farmer has decided to give his eight year old kid some money to do some of the work Mm -hmm. and that you know it's tricky because Starbucks would never haven't condoned that they haven't been like please do this because this will really lower the price so what do you do yeah they also haven't objected or, or done enough research into finding out whether that's there or yes. not, right? So that's how much money does that farmer need from his crop as opposed to how much money are we willing to give that farmer? Yeah. And that's the that's the responsibility of, and the same with this B Corp thing that yeah. Todd was talking about, that's the responsibility then of the company yeah, to do the, the research. Yeah, to, to, find, to find that out. My response would probably be different to what Starbucks' response would be, and that's why I'm not working for Starbucks, yep. obviously. But that's... Because they're going to go at it with PR first, right? So they'll go at it and say, okay, we need to control this because this is really damaging to the brand. This is going to be... So first we need to control it. And by doing that, we'll say we'll do an investigation. Whereas what would be a good thing is to come together and and say, yeah, let's design an investigation that's going to tackle it properly and then open that and say, this is what we're going to do, right? Yeah. Like, let's actually figure out and make it, like, aim to make a change. And I'm sure, like, if, I'm sure if you look on their website, they've got a full thing about responsibility, right? Like, they must do. Oh, they all say it. Yeah. They, they all yeah. really do. So at the top of the tabs at the top, coffee menu, coffee house, careers, responsibility. And on responsibility is social impact, environment, ethical sourcing. Fair trade. Ironically, ethical sourcing is next to youth and skills. <laughs> <laughs> they'll they'll need to switch that. <laughs> they should change that for sure. <laughs> Hopefully they're going to listen to this podcast and go, oh, those guys are geniuses. Switch that. Cheers, Tony. Available for higher, at a very high price. Not yeah. 50 pence a day yeah. or whatever they're paying there. 
Love a penny it. per kilo. Yeah. But yeah, that's farmer support. And they... Less... I mean, I'm sure they are doing good things in yeah. certain areas, but it ne- if they're going to be so big and they can't control all of their business, then they need to yeah. become smaller. Do they, do they then start buying farms and sending people over to work those farms? That's it, isn't it? You know, and then that would put locals out of business. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's, such a, it's such a difficult thing. The, the decent thing to do is just give them a bit more money for the green. Like, don't, don't knock the price down. Because if you... I don't know. Oh, give, you just you think give, that anyone who's given you a price per kilo, that's what they have to earn. Yeah. But that would be their lowest price. And potentially, you know, enough just to make a little bit on the side. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, it's on record that Todd <laughs> spilt the coffee. It's like Lady Macbeth. <laughs> <laughs> it's not getting clean. Can't, can't. It's not getting clean. <laughs> what would Starbucks's approach be to it? And I'm saying it's probably going to be PR first, isn't it? Mm. Like, control the chaos. And then look for a solution. If they even look for a solution or whether they just go. Because they have to do something. But I was saying, check this out. On the, on the Starbucks website, you go to responsibility on the top, right? And then you yeah. scroll down. And then it's got ethical sourcing and youth and skills next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need to look at that. Yeah, it says it clearly on the website. Yeah, we've clearly demonstrated that we know everything that's going on. Yeah. I mean, it's, their approach is going to be the approach of any business, which is... Well, if that's that's what you say. We need to figure that out for yeah, ourselves. Definitely. And they're obviously never going to go. Yeah, we did have our suspicions that <laughs> there might be a few farms that we use who are using child labour. Yeah. Okay, we're caught. <laughs> it's a fair cop. Red-handed. Right. What do we have to do? Do we have to pay a fine? Well, I was saying to Courtney, like nobody. The 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 general public, are not going to go. You know what? Even with just the slight chance that they might be using child labour. I'm just going to buy my coffee elsewhere. Do you not reckon no one's going to do that? No. Because like, that was what the speciality coffee industry was bought out of, wasn't it? To try and yeah. get like more responsible buying. And Starbucks are, are not going to have to pay a fine to some governing body. And if they do, where's that money actually going? I give you odds of two to one. <laughs> it's not going to the families of the Guatemalan kids who are working. No, no. It's going in somebody else's pocket. And people are not prepared to vote with their feet. And so what I was saying to Tony was like, put yourself in, in the corp, Starbucks corp, and you're tasked with managing this and figuring out what to do. What do you do? What do you, Todd Whiteford, do? I go with aggression. <laughs> I'll be like, fuck Channel You're paying 4. your kids. Fuck Channel 4. You fucked us. That guy, that guy who Channel did 4 it. got coronavirus. He's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Just be like, oh, they pay their big Ex- pay child. Yeah, be like that. Expose that. him. Well, <laughs> dig some dirt on this. Expose that man. What's his name, the guy that did the documentary? Don't know. Dig, L- some, dig, some, dig some dirt on him. Let's get him. They're filmers of four-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the camera angles are so low because they're yeah. Yeah. Secret sticking cameras. on their heads. Oh, never mind him. It's just my child. <laughs> That's my son. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, you do what any business does. You go, like, if something happened to us, and we weren't sure about it, we would go, okay, well, that's that's terrible if that's happening, but just because you say it's happening mm. and you put it on the telly doesn't mean that it is actually happening. So we, we're going to use our own sources and we're going to go and investigate fully yeah. and then we'll get back to you with an answer. So, saying that the investigation is correct and a farmer has gone, or multiple farmers have gone, 
hey, yeah, actually, we've been using 20 kids to harvest the crop for mm. the last 10 years. What do you do? Yeah, well, why are you charging us so much? <laughs> <laughs> no, because you the price down so much. Yeah, obvi- you obvi- 90, do- obvi- 90 cents per kilo. Obviously, you just go, right. So what we found out is that actually the Channel 4 documentary was wrong because it's not just a few kids, it's a lot of kids. And this looks like it's... <laughs> it's a team. <laughs> this looks like it's uh, endemic in the country of Guatemala. Right. So Starbucks, this is what we are going to do. We are going to invest. Here's what we've done. We've set up a fund. It's called the Guatemalan Kids Fund. We are going to be active in this country now because we don't like child labour. And not only do we not like it, but we want to stop it. So we are going out there... We've set up schools next to every coffee farm. Mm-hmm. We, we've got uh, educators coming in there of the highest level who are going to um, not just teach the kids basic skills, but we're going to teach them life development skills so that, for example, the kid on the show who wanted to be a mechanic or a doctor, mm-hmm. we're actually going to show him yeah. a pathway to that. So are you going to teach him all that stuff outside of his work hours or is this going to replace his work hours? That's going to obviously replace... Yeah, he still needs to do his 12 hours on yeah, the coffee 12, farm. 12 school's, hours hard labour. The school's next to the coffee farm, so it's more easier yeah, to it's get easy to work. After. That's, well, that's what I was thinking. But yeah. I think that's what you do if you're Starbucks. You look at it as an opportunity. Yeah, but then... And then your marketing just goes through the roof. It's like, okay, this is what happened. We were, we were exposed for this. Mm-hmm. What we've done is we've then gone, no, that's not the half of it. You should see the amount of kids uh, that are in there. But we don't like that, so we're there. Yeah. We're now we're schools, doing more. We're yeah, we're changing the makeup of this okay. country. But then, so you've taken you, away the farmers' labourers. Labourers. The question is, is, should they do that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's it, isn't it? Like, that's the idea of like. Is that white privilege? Well, because we can go know. in and we can fix I think it. It's a, we, I think it's a developed world privilege, isn't it? Are yeah. Right. Or this idea that, again, back to the philanthropy thing, that a, con- a country or a business that's profiteering can go into another country because they've got the finance to do so and change that country yep. like fair enough Guatemala has got a lot of problems yeah. especially with the indigenous community not being educated properly and then start, if Starbucks were to go in there and say oh we're going to invest in this country but we're also going to change your politics it's then like are, they, are you allowed to influence politics in another country mm. which uh, the whole idea with Russia and the states right yeah. but the states have been doing that but it's, that's Everywhere across the world. Central America. Yeah. Everywhere. Kathy and I were chatting about that this morning. Like, immigration. It's a symptom of Western Western ideas going, oh, well, you know, if, if they thought more like us, then the world would be a better place. So that's kind of saying, well, hey, if Guatemala operated the way we want them to operate, then it'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But kind of who are we to really say that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Other than, hey have more money your yeah. life will yeah, be better yeah. if you do it this way yeah and uh, look at it you can buy a big telly you can drive this car Cars instead like, of that car yeah uh, yeah, uh, yeah th- that's not uh, yeah our view of what is kind of a good way of living or a successful way of living might not be this uh, yeah it most definitely isn't no. but i think we're guilty of pushing it on them yeah, yeah. as as like well, we like this kind of stuff, so why wouldn't you like that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah. Did the do- I didn't see the documentary, but it, did it talk? Hmm? I didn't see it either. Yeah, did it talk to the kids? And did the guy kind of say, "Do you want to do this every day?" No. Yeah. That that was yeah. What else are they doing? He was just saying, "What age? How old are you?" Yeah. And that, oh, that looks heavy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not that I can do this in any way. Yeah. Um, 
but you seem to be actively. Yeah. I'm an advocate. I actually <laughs> yeah. work for Starbucks, and you know what? My profitability on this is huge. Yeah. No, My upside potential. Is yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's, that's the thing is like we we spoke about this when my mum was young and when my nan was young potentially people of that generation would do a couple of hours working somewhere yeah, to get sure. some pocket money for sweets yeah. it was it was always for sweets it was a luxury I think rather than these kids potentially just earning money for their family mm-hmm. yeah you know. and not having the but it's, it's for I guess oh, what I else know. would they do forced child labour is the difference yeah. between forced child labour and child labour I don't know yeah. Because I guess they're always being forced. It's having the opportunity for the children to do what they want to do. Yeah. And that's what Starbucks could do, is create something that's not necessarily f- focused on... I mean, education's always good, isn't it? So yes. you can't really go wrong with education. Yeah. If they go in somewhere and say, we're going to offer education, but they need to, then they need to say, we need to stop child labour, and then yeah. families probably wouldn't be... Yeah, they wouldn't be able to eat. Yeah. How do they then pay someone else... To farm the land or pick the coffee, you know they they would not have the means to do it. Therefore, the supply chain would stop. Mm. But what's the um, what's a good wage <clears throat> as well? And like I think that's the thing is no a, a deeper understanding of cultural differences between the way we live and the way that people live mm. in coffee growing communities in, for example, Guatemala. Yeah, like maybe it is like the kids. Not that they want to work, but maybe the kids are, ha- you know, yeah. they it's grow up experience. knowing that you contribute, yeah. you contribute from an early age. Whereas our kids grow up getting everything on a plate until they're eighteen, and then yeah, yeah. you know, we would cut the grass on a weekend for some pocket money. Mm. I used to wash my dad's car for twenty p. Nice. What a, what a so ab- it was worth. What an absolute gold mine. <laughs> paper round. Yeah, paper yeah. round exactly. So there are yeah, elements yeah. to that, but um, again. This is not saying that that's what's happening there, because presumably what's happening there is is actually very hard for the kids yeah. and it's stunting their development. But and it's also are they are they employing children because children are cheaper than adults as well, you know? Because mm. I'm sure there's a lot of adults who also need work. But yeah. So that well, that question then also needs to be asked. Yeah. Like, is there a line of people in that village going? I just twiddle my thumbs all day because no one will give me a job because I would get a job if it wasn't for you pesky kids (laughs) (laughs) but you know I guess that's the deeper reporting isn't it to ask those questions of right this village has a percentage of unemployment that these kids because they cost Mm. whatever they're taking yeah for sure you know I don't I don't know if that question was asked another way to look at it would be that whatever government is in charge in Guatemala are not taxing Starbucks heavily enough for their part in this thing, right? They wouldn't tax them, though. But they, they, they goes sh- through the mill. They'll buy coffee coming out of a certain mill. Yeah, but so, so still... So export tax, maybe. But just tax Starbucks for doing business in Guatemala. They can afford they can it. they take their business elsewhere. But then if you... So is the money worth it to the economy to keep Starbucks there? Where they're going to take their business to Honduras and then the Honduran government do the same. Say, no, no, look, mm. the Starbucks yeah. tax... It's big, but you're you're, big. you're making a lot of money, and mm. yeah, all their figures are public, so that yeah, those countries can then barter, barter back on behalf of the yeah. farmer. Yeah, you, if you give like, the farmer nothing, mm. then we'll take something. A deeper understanding is required. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. The, but then, the bottom line being, forced child labour is not good. Yeah, no. yeah, that's pretty. That's understood, isn't it? Yeah, and we all, agree, we all agree on that. And, but you know what's annoying? 
that just like works me up about the way these things are reported on. I was like, the blanket coffee, coffee, coffee. Yeah. This coffee is the yeah. same as that coffee. Yeah, yeah. That. And the get the introduction about Starbucks was like, they're a great company. Oh, right, right. They're a great company and renowned for their coffee flavor. And it's like that renowned amongst who? Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. I mean, it is renowned. Yeah, but amongst idiots, it's like saying McDonald's <laughs> do the best burgers. It's yeah, like yeah, saying yeah, yeah. fucking yeah. I don't know Wagamama is like real authentic Japanese food. It's like it's shite. Tenants it's shite. I'm sorry, lager. Wagamama, but it's shite. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Wagamama. Yeah, the sweet sponsors. Yeah, what's your, who, who have you got on your sponsor read sheet, Tony? Oh, it's Wagamama. Wagamama, <laughs> Starbucks, Guatemalan child labor. <laughs> but it is that's the annoying thing is like the imagery they're using was of or one of them was of a coffee that I know you're not getting that coffee at Starbucks yeah like oh, really? a, a, it was like a really like a, a, a potentially latte art competition winning mm. latte right. like, that's not this, you don't get that in Starbucks that's, you're not going to get that there so yeah. you, you're taking that from a higher quality coffee shop and then just going oh that's that coffee you get there yeah. You'd get it at Starbucks Reserve. Where are they in the world? You, do you know what else you get at Starbucks Reserve? Coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I just want people to be a, a, a bit smarter about mm-hmm. the way they spend their money. It's, yeah. it's, it, to me, it, like, I've been having this quite a lot recently. Like, Why don't people just think the way that I think? It's and that's expensive. one of them. It's not expensive. more expensive to Starbucks is more expensive to have a flat us. white. No, to have a flat white in our shop than it is. No, 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 yeah. Starbucks is more expensive than us. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, and it's not as tasty. Yeah, but we're not in and places where people are walking past going, "Oh, I know that brand. I'll walk in there." I know, but it's just that, and I'm not even talking about us. Like, take us out of it. Yeah, like right. any any like independent coffee shop in the world is always a better bet than just. Shoving your money down Starbucks. Yeah, I don't get it at all. The best person to interview about this would be you and Alan. You and Alan. Mm. What's he? He was a buyer for DR Wakefield. Oh, was he? Yeah, so he was a green bean bean buyer. uh, And he bought across both. He bought specialty and commodity coffee. So he he knew that anything that scored less than specialty would go to a certain customer and anything that scored high but had uh, a certain defect would go to another customer on the commodity side which is a really interesting thing so Ewan always said they're buying pretty high quality coffee like the baseline of that quality of that coffee is really high quality but it can be defective so it may have uh, loads of bug bites you know the beans may be broken or it might have potato but it's it's bought and it's roasted in such a way that those flavours never come out. Yeah. So he would be quite an interesting. We should find. We should yeah. get some guests on. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Let's see about guests. You want to be on this podcast? Come on it. We'll have you on and talk talk to you about stuff. You get breakfast. You do get breakfast. Bacon buddies. Um. Oh, it's me in two weeks, isn't it? We've got a social media channel. What is called Instagram? Anti Coffee Coffee Club. Follow us and send us questions. If you want to ask us questions about like my stuff. mum does, Our, yeah, we've <laughs> let's give Jan a wee shout out. Jan, listen, thank you very much for your positive feedback on the show. We really appreciate it. Courtney, get your phone away from the mic, please. Uh, Try to speak to Jan. Sorry, Jan. Um, Jan, and what else? Um, we love your son. 
think he's a great boy and he's doing very well. The best thing to do is for you to tell 10 friends and ask those 10 friends to tell 10 friends. And they 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 tell 10 friends. That's like spreading coronavirus, isn't it? You get it. Give it to 10 friends. Tell them to give it to their 10 friends. I've tell 10 friends. What's coming up in the next two weeks that people might want to know about? So. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. There's a duck. Drunk Unicorn Cocktail Club event at the Good Coffee Cartel on Friday, the 27th of March. You have to DM James at Duck on Instagram and come along. We've done three or four of these and they're really good fun. You get pretty drunk, but you should drink responsibly. And yeah, it's good vibes and the drinks are fantastic. If you like cocktails, there literally is nobody doing better cocktails. That's just a fact. Yeah. Come fight me if you don't believe me. I've enjoyed this a lot. Yeah, that was really good. I felt very like rambly chat. That's exactly what I've been saying. That's what we should do more. Yeah. Park up on couches. You got any I coffee? Don't have enough. Got any coffee myths for us? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm all out of facts. That was it. That was <laughs> one and done. Penguins. <laughs> I wanted to talk about lazy coffee shop behavior okay. from customers because I think this is always a good one. If, if you're in a coffee shop and none of and the coffee shop's full and nobody's being an asshole it's probably because you're being an asshole <laughs> <laughs> so true yeah but look, so, yeah like the typical example is ordering a coffee on your phone right like oh. if you come into a coffee shop and you think it's acceptable to place an order whilst you're on a call then don't know yeah i feel like i'm playing devil's advocate a lot today yeah. like see if you if you're on a phone call and you're like oh fuck i need to get my coffee yeah uh, is it worse to like walk in, not greet anyone, but then just sit down and be on your phone and have like quite probably a loud conversation? Or I do you go ah, to somewhere anyway? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you just wait outside? Yeah. What well, if it's pissing down rain? Get then, right. Don't have a then phone. Then why call. are you Text having thing. a phone? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I, I think there's there's a, a general like civility mm-hmm. where you're about to interact with another human being yeah. and you have to see them and recognize that that is also a person you know like it's just it's just a weird thing to come up and be on your phone and yeah then hold no, on two just, seconds and actually you know? again you can you can be better because you can say wait a minute I just need to order my coffee can you just two seconds yeah put your phone down hello my friend how are you doing <laughs> yeah flat white please exactly I'm going to sit in are oh, you going to bring it to me oh, that is wonderful thank you very much um, we'll just pay at the end pay at the end okay cool um, I'll just sit around there thank you oh Brilliant. Thank yeah, you very yeah. much. Nice, like nice interaction. Then, sorry, mate. That's not a coffee from a fucking country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should see the state of that beast about it. Um, I've found since working on the bar that I say thank you to any service person so much more. Like when I was away over the weekend, like no one was thanking any of the waiters for like taking the food away mm. from the table, giving us dishes, yeah. pouring our wine. I was like, oh, thanks very much. Yeah, yeah. it's it's embarrassing when you sit at Isn't a table it? like that. Yeah. Just like, come on. I'm, I'm saying thank you for the whole table here. Yeah. yeah. I quite like taking that role, though. 
Man of the people. Garçon, thank you. Garçon, fetch me more water. But thank you. Yeah, but it's, it's, so, it's so true. Yeah, just having more more time. Because it's not... Yeah. Like if you're walking down the street and someone's someone's in the middle of a phone call and you bump into someone, you're like, oh, you're right, Nathan. All right. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, well done. All right, right. Then it's fine because like, it's a coincidence. But mm-hmm. you don't walk into a, com- a coffee shop by coincidence and be yeah. like... Yeah. Oh, I have to order a coffee yeah. now, but I'm on the phone. I've been interrupted by this barista who yeah. wants <laughs> desperate to make me a yeah. fucking macchiato. Yeah. Exactly. There's loads of things like that that I think a lot of it's to do with having a phone. Yeah. A lot of the antisocial behaviour that people don't recognise. So yeah. the other one is um, listening to something on your phone without headphones oh, in a shop man. is the worst. It's, it's like some of the worst kind of behaviour. It's up there with child labour. Yeah. <laughs> Like, if, if you think it's okay to sit down in a coffee shop and watch the wrestling highlights without <laughs> your headphones in, then I'm sorry, but you deserve coronavirus. Whoa. You deserve to get hit by a car. I'm sorry, but you do. No. Someone did that on the plane yesterday. Like, started listening full whack to yeah. some comedy, and all you could hear was like, <laughs> the guy next to him was like, mate, turn it down. Yeah. Like, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they were talking about that, and it was a, a famous comedian who turned around to the guy next to her who was doing that. Oh, no, it was a guy who was eating in the cinema. Oh, and yeah. she just went, are you fucking serious? <laughs> like, the thing, the thing that uh, you struggle with as a barista is you can't say to somebody, or it's yeah. very difficult to say to somebody, can you not do that? Or uh-huh. can you treat me with, like, can you treat me with some civility? Yeah. Can you say thank you? You know, if you call somebody out, then you automatically become... Yeah, yeah. Well, then you get pulled off the bar, and it's yeah, especially if it's not your own business. Yeah, yeah. Then you, like, you're risking a couple more things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if you guys were on the bar and someone did that, then you could probably say like, like, whatever feedback you're gonna get via TripAdvisor yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's for like us. you're responsible for it, yeah. and you're the ones who yeah. giving it. But yeah, so I did that. That's where we had to hire people. <laughs> I did. I, I told a guy, he was a regular, and he was in doing that, watching something on his phone with his pal. Yeah. And I could hear it over the music, which I'd turned up a little bit. And the shop had five or six other people in it. And I brought their coffees over and I went, gents, if I can hear that behind the bar over the music, what does that mean? And he said to me, it means your music's not loud enough. And I went, no, it means it's too fucking loud. <laughs> yeah. And then, I, like, I said it in a jokey way. I think I can, I, I was smiling. Yeah. And then I walked away and then... They didn't say anything. They, they had their stuff pretty quickly and then they came up to pay and they just paid and left. And he didn't say thanks. He's never been back. And I was a bit like that. Like, okay, yeah, now I'm the asshole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm not the asshole. Yeah. Sometimes I'm the asshole, but not that. Yeah. In that scenario, you, like a little bit of, there's other people around. I need to keep myself to myself kind of thing. Exactly. And it's also risking, risking losing that customer or risking losing the other customers in the shop. Who are then like, oh, they always let people play. Mm. But you're not controlling the environment, but like making yeah. the environment balance for everyone mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. And like, if he wants to listen to something quietly, maybe, like, or if it's like a voice message or something, like they can listen to it. Yeah. But yeah. if you're watching a half an hour TV show or yeah, a half an yeah. hour, no, it's full loud problem, then no. But I'm, I'm always baffled by what people think is acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's like, I was reading an article about the Phantom Poor. Um, it's uh, basically people are kind of saying that unisex toilets in offices are like a terrible idea because there's always one person on the floor who does a really terrible job in the toilet <laughs> and just kind of leaves and he and they're, they're called the phantom poor. Oh. 
<laughs> Where's that unisex problem? I don't know. Maybe it's more common in males. So I only I can only speak from experience. Um, it might be more prevalent on the other side of yeah. the thing. I don't know. Um, but they were kind of saying that now both parties are going to be subject to that mm. that phantom poor's yeah, okay, things. Yeah. yeah, which is quite funny. Exactly. Like coffee shop. It happens in the coffee shop all the time. Oh well, it happened a few times for us, but never, never really since then. We had maybe a few. New toilet system of like unisex toilet and like phantom poor toilets next week. <laughs> we See if you know you're this guy going there. Yeah. We did have a few instances of somebody coming in, and it's always a wee red flag <clears> of, uh, can I use the bathroom? Not, can I have a flat weight to sit yeah. in? And then they sit in for five minutes, and yeah. then they use it, can I use the bathroom? And uh, yeah, use the bathroom, left. And as soon as that, you're like, ah. <laughs> you've wrecked it. Get the hazmat suit back yeah. on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a couple, a couple of occasions like that. Is it is it okay to say to somebody, is it a number one or a number two? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Where's the line? See if it's a number two. Probably not. Yeah. You think so? I'm gonna clean your shit up. Yeah. But is it? Does that mean that if they order a coffee, then they're still allowed to go in there and have do whatever they want? I would yeah. say so because they're less. They're maybe less um, prone to doing that. So like, if someone's running in off the street, going, "Where's your toilet? I need the toilet." They're probably coming in to do something in an emergency and then maybe not respecting the, the space as much whereas if they've been sitting there for 20 minutes and go oh, that's quite a nice vibe I like it in here that means for you guys to clean up a really shitty toilet I'd have to give you £2.50 yeah <laughs> Yeah. You know when you say how much how <laughs> yeah. much would I have to give you yeah. to clean up how that, much that would you shit on the wall yeah. <laughs> but you also have to make <laughs> a coffee yeah um, <laughs> that's where you think like no you know what you're the kind of person that needs to go to a Starbucks yeah yeah, yeah. You're the, that's, that's, that's where you belong yeah I don't know we're probably going to get but Starbucks had, they, they had a problem didn't they with this because didn't a couple of years ago someone well, it's because they're primarily robust and roasted, <laughs> roasted darkly not very nice but Starbucks is now a public space yeah because someone's asked if they could use the toilet and they got denied for it they said no and then they went through this whole thing and I can't remember Dutch what happened bill. But then Starbucks said, oh, the toilets are open for anyone who needs it. Mm-hmm. So it's literally, if you do need a, a pee or a shit, then go to Starbucks. Yeah. So Should we include like a, a minute wait? Like if you can wait there for one minute, yeah. then you can use the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you can oh handle, yeah. let me monitor you for a minute. Yeah. See what kind of yeah. If you've got you're both hands behind your back, then <laughs> no. Yeah, it's a it's a very that's complex, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And we're just having fun, but it yeah. would be good if you could just be like, "How bad is it going to be?" <laughs> and be honest. Or, or, do you know or, how to yeah, use a toilet? Actually, a little bit of that. Like, are you prepared to clean it up if it's terrible? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you miss the toilet and get the wall, yeah. will you wipe that down? This is a shared space. Yeah, yeah. Like, or or something like, imagine <laughs> um, imagine I'm your best friend. <laughs> And you've just come to my house. Yeah. Like after they've been in, you go directly in afterwards. Yeah. Or you just like stand outside the door. Yeah. And you ask uh, them like, is it clean? How was it? Or. How was your <laughs> shit? <laughs> or you, you uh, take their photo at the till. Like, can I have a shit? Okay, wait there. <laughs> and then you say, see if this is bad. Social media, my friend. Yeah. And it's yeah, going to yeah. be your face. And it's going to say, this guy took a horrible dump. And didn't clean up. And then a photo of the toilet. Yeah. Afterwards as well. Yeah. This uh, guy does this. Yeah. That'd be amazing. There is an element of just being 
not even be normal, but just be Courteous. just be a bit more mindful about your part in someone else's day, kind of thing. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? That is it. And like, there's all the facilities there to make it clean afterwards. Yeah. Do like you would at home, or yeah, yeah like you say, do like you would if you were a guest. Yeah. Because you some, are a in guest. someone's house. Yeah. 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 Laptops are another thing. Mm. Like using laptops is fine, but I can understand some places that say no laptops. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like it's definitely not. There's. I mean, there's definitely a big difference between taking a shirt and not clearing it up and using a laptop in a coffee shop. Yeah. It's quite a big. Two thing different types of people. Mm. Yeah. That's again. That's Starbucks is your place, mate. Yeah, yeah. And it's your, the environment thing, isn't it? Again, isn't it? It's like it's not just that person using that object. It's the environment it creates yeah. when yeah. If everyone's in there using the laptop and yeah. you're not having. It's yeah. not the environment well, that you created. It. Yeah, and everyone's got the headphones out. Where you walk into a place that's got ten people in it, but nobody's saying anything. Ah, uh, yeah. It's a weird vibe to walk yeah. into, but yeah. and it's like that kind of. Oh, should I also be quiet? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, that's why like music plays such an important part in a shop, doesn't it? Because mm. no matter how quiet, like the shop can be empty or it can be full, but the music should still carry the same vibe for either parts yeah, of the day. Definitely. You know so I mean? you think music's important? It, really important. It fills the space. Well, let's fill this space. This little chunky boy, I'm I'm a little bit into this. Chunky boy, 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 that's true. Because yeah. also in both ways as well, if it's if there is a group of quiet people who are, because some people are quiet, mm. like then put some, don't put Black Sabbath on or like Metallica or something. Yeah. Mm. Get some. Or do if you want them to leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I think um, that when a, when a coffee shop really hits the nail on the head, they'll have like consistently good music all the time. That yeah. kind of, it fills the space and it fills any gaps in terms of like if the shop's empty and full. So like that period between maybe like rush hour to then lunchtime there might be a handful of people trickling in yeah you still want those people to kind of feel like the place is mm. and that's jumping definitely it's a nice place to be what do you guys think about the idea of if people are using wi-fi then they get adverts every 15 minutes unless they pay for the wi-fi have you seen it. that before so I, it's I, like it's like the youtube policy basically you yeah. know how you like you either pay for the thing or in 15 minutes of using you get two minutes of adverts and then mm. you get another thing i don't you know you just use data wouldn't you I just, you know, sync my phone up to my laptop, and get there. Yeah, because yeah. you see, it's everywhere now. Like you see, if you watch Channel Four, yeah, if you watch Channel Four on demand, like there's adverts every fifteen minutes mm, for nice three sense. minutes, yeah. three or four minutes sometimes, and it just drives you mad. I think because I'm I'm so used to Netflix. Yeah, yeah. and you can't mute no. the advert; it just pauses. Oh, yeah. yeah, and if you open another window. If you like open another tab to kind of do something else in that yeah. three minutes, it pauses the advert. Yeah. So unless you're watching the advert. So it is like just watch this. Just, yeah. <laughs> get Match you. sticks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think if you went to a coffee shop and that was the case, you wanted to like sign up, I wouldn't go back. Yeah. Or if I really loved it, I'd, I'd make sure I'd have my phone. Yeah. But it's, it's the same thing. It's people being kind of self-policing. 
I'm yeah, thinking, right, yeah. wait a minute, I've been here for five hours. Yeah. Is that really acceptable behaviour? Yeah. I don't know. And I've still, I've ordered one coffee, stone cold, but there's still half of it on the table in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. So again, it's, it's like, well, you like the space, but the space won't exist. If every customer was like you, the space yeah. wouldn't exist because a coffee shop needs to make money to yeah. keep going. Do you ask that customer then how much is the space worth? See if you're going to sit here for five hours. What what do we need to offer that you'll spend yeah. 10 quid? Or, or, or just like, you can sit here for five hours, but it's 15 quid. Mm. 15 quid for the day. Yeah. If you're on your laptop all day, 15 quid. Yeah, someone's done that as well, haven't they? Somebody's pay, paying for your time in the coffee shop. Somewhere in yeah, Amsterdam's yeah, yeah. done that, I think. It's all, these, it's all these weird things where you're caught in the middle as a coffee shop owner. You're caught in the middle between wanting to make sure that the space is sort of exactly as you envisioned and feels the way that you want it to feel. And by putting in place the things that you need to do to combat these little unique situations or not so unique situations about someone's on that table for five hours with a laptop or someone's taking up three spaces when they could only be taking up one. Yeah. Um, As soon as you put something in place, you run the risk of that person then either getting on the internet or just telling their friends like it's so stuffy in there yeah yeah. Well, I was, can you imagine i was on my laptop and they told me to like move my papers to the side yeah, yeah it's like exactly. oh yeah we did mate yeah hey, you've been here five hours fucking get up <laughs> yeah get up yeah yeah that's it and yeah and laptops or loud phones or it's weird because it's a coffee shop you wouldn't do that in a restaurant you wouldn't whip out your laptop in a restaurant and just have a half pint, you know, or like a small glass of wine in a yeah. restaurant and yeah. maybe a side of chips. Yeah. You wouldn't do that and sit for five hours because yeah. they'd be like, you know what, we need the table. Yeah. yeah. Um, but at the same time, those those people put a good amount, I'm, I'm guessing like coffee shop workers put a good amount of money into the coffee industry, don't they? With that yeah, being said. probably. Like people who want, or not necessarily laptop workers, but people who want to go to a space, like a shared workspace, mm. yeah. to be able to read something or do so, or have a meeting. Yeah. Because like meetings are another thing as well. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I find it uncomfortable if I'm in a coffee shop that's quite small and yeah. someone's having a business meeting next to me. I'm yeah. a bit like, I, I feel like I should pay attention or like yeah. move yeah. away. You could be relaxing with a book. Yeah. Because I think that's what coffee... Well, I don't know. Coffee shops were meeting places, right, for all sorts of meetings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you're there just to relax and have, like, a nice coffee and a book for half an hour and then three guys pitch up, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, what's the uh, what's the high-end potential on this one? <laughs> like, I mean, we like that too. Yeah, though, yeah. You know, if, that, if that's a, a business meeting that, you know, the company's paying for it, so let's all get two coffees each yeah. and True. we'll get three cakes and cool. Yeah. I'd never kick anyone out for doing anything in a coffee shop. I don't. Well, I would, but within what we've spoken about, mm. for me, they're not the stuff that I'd ever say to someone like "get out." Yeah. But it's just courtesy. It's good behaviour, isn't it? Yeah. Right. How do you communicate that? Yeah. Without losing your cool, I guess, as a hey, we're the relaxed coffee shop. Just come in. Everything's cool. Everything's casual. Maybe I should like hire some perfect example people so like if a guy's been on his laptop a long time yeah you can hire someone to go over to him work for 15 minutes and then say well i've been here now 15 minutes yeah that's my time surely <laughs> yeah. done in this coffee shop yeah and then leave 
Ah, that's all I needed. 15 minutes on my laptop, a nice coffee, and away I go, tipping generously on the way out. See you tomorrow, friendly barista. I don't know. We'll probably cut all this out because it's, yeah. it's a bit um, whiny. A bit whiny, but yeah. So, because what I'm trying to get at is, could we go in here with all this podcast stuff into a coffee shop, start recording a podcast, and it'd be like working on a laptop? Or is it too much? Yeah. Probably too much. Isn't it? Too much. You really need to look at yourself and <laughs> and see yeah. if that's an acceptable thing to do. Why are you not sitting in a library? Yeah. Like, a coffee shop is not a library for the, yeah. for that amount of work. But if you're if you're sitting on a laptop for an hour or two, I think it's fine. And I, I give you an hour. An hour is fine. An hour, two coffees, an hour. Yeah, you could smash two coffees in an hour and then cake an hour or two. How have you not got better things to do? How have you, the freelance. I'm I'm like too insecure to sit there for more than an hour. Like I wouldn't sit in a pub. If I don't have a drink in front of me, I wouldn't sit in a pub <laughs> for longer than like yeah. half an hour after I finished my last drink. Yeah, but like I said, libraries are perfect. Like that's what libraries are for. Yeah, isn't it? Mm. No one goes to a library anymore. There's a new. What's the library they read down here? Partick. Um, Pardon Street. Pa- pa- yeah, 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 it's yeah just Street, yeah. They're just reading that, and that's it's a really nice one. It's so mm. good. Mm. And like, what? Just people don't go in there. Need the Mitchell coffee shops. Have you been to the Mitchell? The Mitchell, yeah. That's an amazing library. Yeah, it's nice. They've got so cool. Good story about that place. They let the librarians choose the carpets for each floor. Well, mm. So that each, each librarian chose or designed a carpet. Okay. Each librarian chose a nice shag. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Should we yeah. get a lunch calf? Oh, that'd be nice. So that'll about do us for episode two of the Anti-Coffee Coffee Club. Thanks for listening. If you made it this far, uh, there were some patchy areas in there which you might not have got through. So if you're listening, then we appreciate you. Um, yeah, follow us on the social media at Anti Coffee Coffee Club on Instagram. Uh, tell ten friends. Well, you know how these things start. One guy tells another guy something, and then he tells two friends, and they tell two friends, and they tell their friends, and so on, and so on, and so on. You know how these things go. And yeah, uh, next week we're going to have guests. A guest. TBD. From now on, we're having guests. And it's going to be fucking good. All right. See you next time, dreamers. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here?